situation that's gotten you, what the results that you're experiencing in life as it is. So one of my biggest frustrations is you get all this motivation and really no direction. And so as I was putting together the concepts and thoughts and, and content behind Box the Compass. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to season three of Invest in Yourself, the digital entrepreneur podcast. I'm of course, Phil Better, and this season is presented to you by Unicorn Incubator. Unicorn is the largest rural incubator accelerator of its kind in the world. Located in southwestern France, Sola, its mission is to give entrepreneurs and their families their lives back while helping them build game-changing technology startups. Startups in the company are provided with a complete ecosystem for success, with direct access to proven funding sources, top-notch legal and accounting representation, access to the world's most generous business incentives, and most importantly, a dedicated sales and marketing accelerator that will put a startup's product or service on the fast track to success. Welcome back to Invest in Yourself, the digital entrepreneur podcast. I am, of course, your host with the most feel better. And today's episode, we are investing in Terry James, the definer of your life's vision. Now, Terry James is the creator of the Cardinal Points Life Vision Planner and founder of Box the Compass. Okay, Uh, we talk about how any changes in life require two critical behaviors a vision and action. Terry shares some tips on how to create your step by step plan to achieve your goals and what's coming up next for him. So it is an amazing episode. I had such a fun time uh, talking with Terry. We still communicate on the regular even after the episode he's a great guy i highly suggest you guys check him out um without further ado uh, here's a little bio about terry terry james spent 25 years in corporate advertising and marketing in this time he developed proven processes that helped dozens of companies launch their brands and execute strategic marketing campaigns terry realized that the process used in helping companies define and reach their vision held critical steps that could help individuals and couples frustrated by the lack of results in other programs to find their perfect life vision and create a plan to achieve it so without further ado, let's uh, listen into the conversation. All right. So Terry, it's a very simple podcast. Um, uh, I'm not sure if you listened to any previous episodes. Don't worry yep. if you didn't. Uh, so it's just a conversation. It's pretty much all about you. So okay. you are the star of this show. I am just the man who asks a simple question. Um, and the simple question is, Terry, thank you very much for being on the show. Could you tell my audience a little bit about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I have uh, I live in Vancouver, Washington, uh, with my wife and two of my children. My third son is in uh, Southern Utah, going to school, and I have been in marketing and advertising for about twenty five years. I started out in the ad agency business, and have kind of split my time back and forth between the client side and the agency side uh, over the past twenty five years. Very, very interesting. I, I like that, that you're the second uh, kind of OG, if you will, marketer that I've had. Uh-huh. on. So I call it OG because it's, be- it's before I even started. Well, not, you're not obviously molded in 25, but, uh, <laughs> um, but 25 years ago, like the internet started. So that changed the way that digital marketing and marketing has gone. So I'm really interesting and someone who's been in the game for so long can give us some more uh, details because one of my other guests, uh, Dom Einhardt, was been in the industry about the same amount of time as you have, and he gave so much amazing advice. So I'm guaranteeing that you probably have just as many uh, great stories and uh, advice for my listeners. 
You know, it's interesting. I, I remember when I first started the agency, right, or at the agency business right out of college, <clears throat> I actually um, remember hand drawing art for uh, comp approval. So we'd come up with a concept, we'd hand draw the artwork, share it with the client, um, and they would approve it off of artwork. And I also remember um, sending film out for magazines. <laughs> the game has changed slightly, I think. Just a little bit, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. Um, so in your 25 years of advertising, marketing, um, is there anything that you're happy that you did? Or is there something that you wish you could have changed? Like you're happy with it, but you, you wish you knew something a little more before starting on a project? You know, um, one of the things that I feel really blessed by is that I started out on the agency side with people who were very, very smart. And I think that's one thing that I've always noticed is on the agency side of business, um, they attract the smartest, brightest players. And um, one of the, the key things that, that I learned was that strategy is everything. Um, you build your brand over, over time and, and sales overnight. And so we really focused uh, at all the agencies I've worked at really focused on building companies' brands, building their vision, helping them develop a strategy based on what we see in the marketplace. And I, feel, I just feel really blessed to have kind of received that type of mentorship and, and learned really what branding is all about. It's not just about a, a logo and a, and a tagline. It's, it's what everybody thinks about your company whenever they see anything from you. And, whether or not you're managing that process, they're still forming an opinion on you. So as a company, you better be managing your brand and your, the impression that your customers have, because if you don't, they will create their own impressions. I love that. I love that. It's, it's just like reputation for individuals. I find like if you don't have a good reputation, not a lot of people will want to work with you, but vice versa for a company, if they don't have a good brand, no one's going to buy from them. Yeah, and it's, it's just really misunderstood by a lot of smaller companies, especially. Um, they, don't, they, don't, they, they just believe that the brand is kind of their messaging and their logo and their color scheme and their website. And, and really, it's much more about the emotional connection that your customers have with you. And if that's powerful, they spend more with you. They advocate for you. They love you. It's, you know, the Raving Fans book. I mean, it's, it's all about creating that relationship and that experience from everything from what they see when they go on their, on their, on their phone to your website, to what kind of interaction they have with you. You know, I made a phone call today to a company. I was asking about some products they had uh, and I was calling two different companies. The first one, older guy website was horrible, but he like shared so much information with me that was helpful and, and was invested in what I, what I needed to know. Right. Mm-hmm. The second company I call up, same product, trying to compare between two different competitors. The guy was short. The guy was like, go to our website. All the information's there. You know, it's like he couldn't wait to get off the phone with me. And, and it was just a perfect example of, you know, this older gentleman may not have had all the expertise and technical requirements to build out a great website, but he cared about his customers. He spent time with me on the phone, made me feel like he cared about you know, how well I was doing with his products and just a huge juxtaposition between two small companies that, um, you know, one guy owned it, the other guy was an employee. And that that's, if you don't train your employees to think like owners, then that's the kind of response our customers are going to get. 
That's that's amazing that you bring that up because funny enough, I had the uh, a chiropractor doctor who f- uh, focused on customer service uh-huh. and how just good customer service can like f- a 5% increase in customer service can create like 95% increase in profit. So the fact that I have someone who's an OG advertising and brand awareness guy saying pretty much the exact same thing he does just hammers home how important customer service is to uh, yeah. business owners. Yeah. Especially for small business owners, it's so hard to find clients and customers and you do, you spend so much money um, getting them in the door and, and connecting with them. And then, you know, you've got to, you've got to take care of them. So they become a, a lifetime advocate. Yeah, they're, they're the ones who actually do all your great advertising because the word of mouth advertising is priceless. Yeah, yeah. You know, from a from a big company perspective, there's just another anecdote that I thought of is um, I'm with AT&T on my cellular service, have been for years. And every time they have a new special or promotion come out to um, increase their customer base to get um, new customers in the door, mm-hmm. I always will call and I'll talk to the customer service. I'll ask for the supervisor and their supervisor because you got to get past the front line, right? Yeah. But I'm like, and I'll do it and I'll be like, I have been with AT&T for 15 years. My average monthly bill is this. That means I've spent about $25,000 with your company over the last 10 years. And you're giving somebody who has spent not a dime with your company a better deal than you're giving me. And I always, they always say, oh, well, let's get you taken care of. <laughs> yeah. When you're, when you can come up with like, I've spent 25 K for you. Like this is the profit you've made off my back. And yeah. I'm probably going to spend another 25 K or more. Yeah. yeah th- th- at that point it's like, yeah. Okay. What, how can I help you stay a customer? And, but then you also have those people who've been with you like two years. Cause I, I come from the finance world. So uh-huh. I, I, I sometimes get those clients and I'm looking at them. I'm like, I can tell you right now, just looking at your finances, that you have you're lying outright to me. Um, <laughs> and I just got off the phone with a millionaire, so I'm more worried about losing his money because he actually pays more of the bills than you do. Exactly. But I still give the same customer service. You have to give the same customer service to them yeah. because one bad review, forget about it. Well, and you don't know what they're going to become. They're yeah. at a different stage in their journey in, in life, and um, and they may. Uh, arrive at their destination and if you've been taking care of them they'll, they'll be there with you oh yeah no um i'm 100 no. percent behind i really do think customer service and investing in your employees is much uh, better return on investments than uh, yeah. other things because if your employees take care of your clients then your clients are going to spend more money yeah so now because you said you worked on the agency side and then you worked on the client side you currently have a company called at at box oh sorry box the compass sorry yeah what is box the compass i i was always interested in that that term box yeah the absolutely so um let me kind of give you a little bit of background so Please. one of the things that i realized a few years ago was that the same methods and the same processes that we go through to help a company define their vision and build their brand and then create a strategy to execute against that and and grow their business. Those same processes are the same things that we wanna do in our own personal life uh, to uh, increase and, and improve ourselves. So when we talk about a vision for a company, you know, who, why do you exist? Who do you serve? What, what do you bring to this world that is different than anybody else? 
Well, we can talk about that same thing with individuals in, in our own lives. Why do we exist? What do we bring to this world? You know, what's the purpose that we have? And so about a year and a half ago, I wrote an article and posted it in Medium. And the title of the article was, it, it might be time to box the compass. And I just got really great response from it. Um, a lot of people that read it reached out to me and said, this is really powerful. And the, the concept behind box the compass is, as I was going through this, I, I found, I came across this term and in the early nautical times and early sailing days, one of the first things a sailor would be required to do uh, would be to learn all of 32 major and minor points on the compass. So in between North and East, there are eight different, uh, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Eight different, um, different Notches. points that they need to, yeah that they need to, to memorize. So if they were told to box the compass, that meant that they had to recite all 32 major and minor points in order, starting with North. And I just thought that was a really cool uh, concept. And, and there's actually a second meaning to it. So if you're out on the ocean and the, the captain told you to box the compass, that meant you were supposed to turn the ship around and go the exact opposite direction, 180 degrees, the opposite direction. So that con that term from the you know old sailing times really has some cool connotations to it in our lives. You know, if we want to understand and, and reach a point um, in the future, we need to kind of know all the major and minor points of our life. We need to know where what our uh, what our cardinal points are. For example, the cardinal points in a compass are north, south, east, and west. In our lives, we have five cardinal points. Um, so we need to understand those. We need to understand. Uh, all of these different elements of our life that we really don't take a lot of time to think about. They're kind of intrinsic in our lives. We, we, we experience them. We, we live our lives. We have value systems. What we, many of us don't ever sit down and really define it and, and build out what I like to call a life blueprint. So the term box, the compass was, I just felt it was really appropriate for taking a look at your life and uh, developing a, a blueprint for it and the path that you can, follow and, and, and work on and, and see happen. I love it. I, 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 I thoroughly enjoy that little lesson I got because it's true. Like, as you were talking, I'm like, yeah, there have been some big points in my life and like major value driven uh, events. So uh -huh. that have shaped who I am today, you know, like on a path. And so far I've been going in life rudderless, if you will, like most uh -huh. people my age. So knowing that you have this uh, thing, I'm actually on your website right now and I'm about to uh -huh. download the cardinal points uh, that you offer. Yeah. Um, how about you give us a brief overview? Don't go into too much detail because we sure. want to give it all away of what are some of the cardinal points? Maybe you said there was five. How about you give us two, two of the major cardinal points? Well, I can actually, let me share with you kind of the, the overview of, of what I've done, because one of my biggest frustrations, Phil, was as I, as I work on my own self-development um, and as I've talked to other people, one of my biggest frustrations is you go to, a, a, you listen to a podcast, for example, or you go to a seminar um, when we used to go to seminars, uh, you read a book, you, you listen to a TED talk, and you get all this great motivation and you're really excited about making changes in your life. And then Monday comes and you're not quite sure what to do, right? So you don't really do anything. And then you still have that motivation though. You're like, I need to make some changes. And then Tuesday comes, you're not quite sure what to do. So you don't quite do anything towards it. And before you know it, a month has gone by and you're back in the same rut because you didn't know what to do. So you're back in the same situation that's gotten you what the results that you're experiencing in life as it is. 
So one of my biggest frustrations is you get all this motivation and really no direction. And so as I was putting together the concepts and thoughts and, and content behind Box the Compass, um, I really focused on, okay, you have to have a vision for what you want to create in life, but you also have to have an action plan to actually achieve that. Because like you said, if, if you have motivation, but no action, it's kind of like, say, um, it's just kind of like dreaming. Mm-hmm. But if you have action without vision, it's kind of like sailing on a ship with no rudder. Yeah. Um, you don't really know where you're headed. You're, you're working hard, but you're not quite sure where you're headed. So my, my goal is to create the vision elements um, that are incredibly powerful uh, and then develop the action plan behind it, the habits and actions that actually um, bring the results that you're looking for. So you mentioned cardinal points. That's actually the third step in, or the third pillar of what I teach. The, the first two pillars are all about developing a vision for your life. And maybe like 15 years ago, probably, I read an article about creating a life vision that was like a journal entry. It really hit me. It was like, this is a really cool way to think about it. It's, it's a little different than a vision board, right? It's vision board, just pictures. But when you create a, a journal entry of what your perfect life looks like, and you define that and make it vivid and powerful, then visualization comes in and you start to see that future state um, and it starts creating changes in your mind and, and, and in the universe, so to speak, things start to happen. So I teach people how to create a life vision and then waypoints to get to that life vision. Those are the first two pillars. A third pillar is what you mentioned is cardinal points. And uh, like I said, the compass has four cardinal points. In our life, we have five. We have um, spiritual, physical, financial, social, and mental. Those are the five cardinal points. And what, what we teach people is define each of the, those cardinal points in a way that explains what you would kind of lay down your life for or what you would absolutely stand for. So in your financial life, would you absolutely do whatever it takes to make sure your family's taken care of, that you're never dependent on a stimulus check from the government? That you're never dependent on somebody else to make sure that your bills are paid. Like, like what, what is that powerful statement and vision for that area of your life? And as you write that, what you'll find is that um, your, your ultimate vision of, of financial, the financial area of your life won't match what you're doing today. So for example, my, my life, my vision statement for uh, financial includes um, a few things. Number one is I have multiple strains of income so that if any one of them are interrupted, I'm not, I'm not impacted. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm financially free. I have freedom from a job. I have freedom from being tied down, right? So because I define that as my perfect life vision for finances, I'm not there yet. So I, it really clearly opens up and says, here's what you need to work on. Here's where you need to focus. Once we define each of those cardinal points, we have a really clear blueprint of the things that we need to change and work on in order to reach what we want to accomplish. Wow. Um, as you were talking, the whole thing, I was listening, actively listening, but at the same time I was thinking, I'm like, this is, this is gold. I'm getting a free lesson. Um, and I love it to craft the world that I want to live in. Yeah. It's, um, so in my journal, I actually use a journal. I'm kind of old school because there's a lot of research that says writing uh, leaves a stronger imprint on your mind. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. I, I 100% agree with you because I started journaling uh, the 1st of January. Yeah. And it's the improvement in my writing skills, not only in my writing skills, but my critical thinking has yeah. been amazing as well because I'm seeing connections that I wouldn't have seen before. It, it forces you to slow down and, and consciously make the connections between words and thoughts. And it's really, really powerful, actually. Um, if you, if you've done, if you've read any of the studies that are out there, it's, it's pretty cool. So in the front of my journal, you know, I talk, I'm big on visions, but I'm also big on developing actions. So in the front of my journal, I have my five cardinal points, the, the download that you just said you were looking at. Mm-hmm. I've got each one of the cardinal points defined. Um, so I, I have that, I read through that on a weekly basis, if not more, I have my one year vision. So what is going to happen a year from now? Um, my second waypoint, which is kind of our forever home. Everybody my wants third, a forever home. Yeah, exactly. And then my third waypoint, and waypoints are just, if you look at your life kind of as, as a trip, let's say, um, where do you live at, Phil? I live in Montreal. So it's Montreal. kind of okay. cold right now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so I live in Utah. Well, I, I used to live in Utah. That's kind of where we come from. But right now I live in Vancouver, Washington. So if I wanted to go from... Uh, where I live now back to see my parents or my, my family, I would have to go through Portland, then through Boise, then through Salt Lake, and then to where my family lives. So those waypoints at Portland, Boise, Salt Lake are stepping stones to get to where you, your ultimate life vision is. And so when I talk about um, my, my second waypoint is our forever home. Well, when we moved here, we decided to rent until we decided until we wanted to figure out where we wanted to live. So we're renting this incredible home right now. It's beautiful where we live, but I want my forever home. So that's my next waypoint, right? My third waypoint is a retreat. So whether it's on the beach or uh, in the, you know, Southern Utah somewhere, that's kind of my third waypoint. And then my life vision is what I call Rock and Jay Ranch. And it's a 5,000 acre ranch. And and I've got an entire um, two page day in the life of what it looks like to be on my ranch wow. uh, when I, when I get there, I've got pictures of what it looks like. I've got how much it costs um, a ranch like this. I, I went in and researched uh, ranches and uh, property. And I figured, you know, for three and a half million dollars, I could probably get my dream ranch. And so I know that uh, for that kind of a cost, uh, I've got to make about $850,000 a year in income. See, now I'm, old, I'm quite a ways away from that. That's, that's not, that's a stretch and it should be a stretch. Your life vision should be like beyond what you think you can accomplish given your current means, because that's what drives you. And that's what creates the universe, giving you the ability to, to meet the people, make the connections and find the solutions to reach those things. But without that life, I mean, so many of us have forgotten how to dream and, yeah. and you know, and, it, and it's, it's tough because we've been kicked in the teeth so many times by life that you're like, I don't even have a chance to reach that. Uh, and when you stop doing that, then, then you stop letting Being the universe alive. assist you. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm big on, on visions. All of my vision statements are in the front of my journal. I, I read them on a weekly basis when I do my, my weekly review. Um, but really the, the and visions are great. I, I, I'm, I'm a huge proponent of them, but like I said, without the action, um, towards them the universe can only do so much so the second uh, the fourth pillar in my my training is um 
is actions and habits. And so we do a deep dive into the power of habit, the power of taking positive actions, creating a goal stack, um, which is basically looking at all your cardinal points, figuring out what elements that you're going to focus on, where you're short right now of your, of your perfect state, and then developing a, a goal stack. So I know one year or one month from now what I'm doing, one week from now, tomorrow I know what I need to do. And that all leads uh, towards my one-year goal and each of my waypoints. Does that make sense? It's oh, it it for me it does because uh-huh. I'm slowly doing that in my own way. And thankfully, I'm I got your your book uh, here, so I'm going to be able to uh, do a, do it my own waypoints yeah. so that it could help me. I did a uh, I did something smaller on that. Like my immediate goal is to be able to one podcast as a living, like either producing podcasts or podcasting and talking with inter- interesting people like yourself, Terry. Um, that's like probably, I, I want to say one to two year goal of mine uh-huh. because I know it's possible because I see people doing it. I'm like, it, it is possible that I can do this. And I've been talking to enough entrepreneurs, like you are probably, probably around my 50th entrepreneur I've talked uh-huh. to. And everybody is, says it's possible because they're doing it. Like if 50 people can do it, everybody can do it, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, I'm looking forward to reading uh, your cardinal points and something else that uh, what you've been saying actually ties into one of my first guests this season, uh, a friend of my father's, Richard Walsh. He does something holistic like that when he does investing and taking care of his clients because he's an investment advisor. Uh and life insurance and all that so instead of just focusing on the monetary he goes let's look at your whole life and let's do a a deep dive in your life and see where we can fix everything so everything's aligned together you know for your finances so with you reiterating that these cardinal points are very important for your life and you focus more on the the individual whereas he's looking at the holistic like the whole finance and all that and Uh creating wealth for you in the future you're looking like let's fix you as an individual and i love that yeah i worked with a company called money mastery Uh, we worked on people's personal finances we would do coaching for them and produce a ton of content for helping people um, get a grasp on their on their finances and you know one of the most interesting things is when you don't track your spending you don't control your spending and that's kind of the way life is when we don't track and, and, and engage in our lives in a way that's um, very intentional, we kind of lose track and a year goes by and nothing happened. And, you know, you're sitting here new year's day, a year later, and you're like, what did I do this year? Well, yeah, I, I worked, I made some money. I, you know, I got a year older, but what am I working towards? And if you don't kind of develop that, that written plan with a vision in, in mind, it's it, 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 time just slides, man. It's so fast. Oh yeah. So fast. I've noticed like in a blink of an eye, I'm already at going to be 30, 37 this year. I think I don't, I'm, I'm nearly reaching 40. And I was like, yeah, I was 21. Like it was, it felt like two, two days ago, I was 21 living my yeah. life. And now it's like, I'm, I'm doing the daily grind and it's like, this is not where I wanted my life to be. Yeah, I, going back to what you said, we forgot to dream. I forgot I lost my dreams. Yeah, yeah, it's it's easy to do, and um, you just get caught up in day to day, and you stop living intentionally. You start just living on on remote control and cruise control, and it slides quickly. 
yeah, you just try and just survive. Yeah. Just to survive because we have these points we're supposed to meet in our life that we think are those waypoints in our life, you know, get the yeah. job, get married, have a house, have kids, retire. Yeah. That's yeah. what we've all been told, but that's not necessarily for everybody. Well, and, and even, even if that pathway is good for you and is something that you desire, defining it and what, what the perfect pathway looks like, you're not always going to be there, but my goodness, when you, when you sit down and say, okay, what do I want my family to look like? Like, how do I want my relationships with my family and, and not just my, my wife and kids, but like my in-laws, like what, do, what kind of relationship do I want with them? What kind of relationship do I want with my closest friends? Um, you know, and, and when you start thinking like that, it's like, I, I want to be the guy that they could call at two 30 in the morning when they're in trouble. And well, that, hopefully not to bury your body, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, right. you can call me at two 30. If you need a pickup from the bar yeah. or anything like that. Yeah, body, exactly. Body dumping, call your other friends. That's not me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But you know, how many, how many people do you know that you feel comfortable? They, that they know that, that they know they could call you at two 30 in the morning. Like, like to me, that, that says volumes about the relationships you have with people, right? And yeah. so as, as you think through that, you're like, okay, what do I need to do to make sure they feel comfortable doing that? How, how can I serve them today? And what, what can I do for them? And that's kind of the, the approach that I've taken. You know, I've, I've taught a, a few um, uh, group coaching uh, program, programs on my, on my Box of the Compass content. Uh, I'm going to be launching another one here uh, in the next week or two. Um, but it's not really about money for me right now. It's about how can I show up and serve and what kind of content can I create and just put it out there. And I, I don't know if somebody watches it or, or doesn't, but it, it's helping me grow. And hopefully it, it helps somebody on their journey that they're, that they're experiencing right now. And if my pathway is to become a coach and, and uh, have a huge following and, and people that, that trust me and look to me, then, you know, I hope that happens, but I'm not concerned about it. I'm just focused on what am I doing today to serve somebody? I love that. Like the fact that you, you re-enter it. A lot of the guests from season two and season three have said, give value and, or help in your case, help someone and the money will fall, come along. Like the money is not a problem. Money exists. We, we will make money, but the more you help people, the the easier life gets for you because you have these yeah. great connections. Yeah. And you know, money's funny. It's when you chase it, it's very elusive. <laughs> yes. It's like, oh, it's in my case, if you try and chase the love of your life, they're going to get away from you. <laughs> if you if, I found bringing back, like for me, money, I have a job, I, I get paid. So money's coming to me and I'm trying to build another stream of income, but I look at my relationship side and some of the best relationships, like, past girlfriends I've had, I wasn't looking for a girlfriend. It just plopped into my life. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I know I really, as long as you are not looking for it, like you said, it's elusive if you chase the money because it's never going to come. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's a lot more fun too. When I just, when I am focused on, oh, what can I, what kind of cool blog um, post can I drop on Facebook today that maybe will help somebody and you come up with cool, you just get inspired. Like when you're thinking about it and like, I'll wake up at three in the morning, Phil, honestly, and I'll grab my journal because I had this crazy idea about, um, you know, in God, uh, 
United States of America on the on the twenty five cent coin on the quarters. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it was back when all the craziness of the political season was going on, and I was just like, man, we could really we could use more unitedness yeah. in our states, right? And so I, I just had woke up and had this crazy thought, and I wrote it down. And the next morning, I worked on a blog post for it or a Facebook post for it, and it kind of came out really cool, you know? Yeah, no, so. It- yeah, I've been, we're, luckily we're friends on Facebook. I've been following you and your posts have been amazing. They're inspirational. Thank you. Um, your group is, uh, you, your group regarding Box of Compass is a great group and a lot of value there. And I'm, I'm finding a lot more uh, when I join and communicate with entrepreneurs, their groups are a great place. It's just wholesome. You yeah. Know, it, it feels like, so as a Canadian, I'm like, wholesomeness is just bred into us. I don't know. I, th- I don't know what happens. I think the doctors yeah. gives us an injection of wholesomeness because yeah. we're like you. We just I see it everywhere, and I'm like, this is what. Like, why aren't you more wholesome, people? Like, this is life. Like, we're, everyone here in Canada is wholesome. Yeah, we have the the a holes every once in a while, but what country doesn't? But wholesomeness is is I'm finding a lot in entre- true entrepreneurs, if you will, looking yeah. to help people grow. The wholesomeness is like amazing that they foster it inside the group, and you never see anybody angry. Yeah, you don't. And you know what's funny is you go on Twitter and it's like a cesspool. I mean, mm-hmm. there's so much vitriol and anger and just ruthlessness. And then and it's like, man, I that's the part of social media I I have to stay away from. Like, like I just have to stay away from it and and create something that's better. Hopefully, something that makes makes people's lives a little better. Yeah, and going back to the uh, the political situation that you guys had for the last four years, and that's hopefully getting out. I think that also bred a lot of the vitriol as well because everybody was angry. Yeah, yeah. Like both sides of the the, the yeah. were angry, and so it just created more anger when you have this like attracted the anger because everybody in this like you guys have a huge country, everybody's angry, no one's happy. It's just going to spread and attract more anger. Yeah, um, the vibration you put out in the world comes back to you and and manifests itself in in what you put out. And so, and it's sad, you know. You think about uh, you know nine eleven and the way our country came together and mm-hmm. and really stood up as as one people. And I, I I hate to think I would certainly never wish something like that to happen again. But man, I miss that that uh, pride and that unity and that ability to see your neighbor as your as your family member or as a brother or sister and and i miss that it's it's really sad to see what's happened yeah i uh i remember i was in school when 9 11 happened and even up in canada we we open our doors to uh the newfoundlanders open their doors for uh, some planes that yeah i read US, about that and i think they made a, a movie about it which is awesome yeah uh but yeah i i feel like th- Maybe 2020 was the year that will be our, like this new generation's 9-11 where they start learning like, no, we need to work together and not separate. You know, yeah. this is my brother yeah. and stuff like that. Hopefully it won't take another civil war um, yeah, right? to do that. But I think let's, let's say 2020 was our civil war. <laughs> let's go with that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just, everybody's healing now and trying to make life better. And yeah. I find that with, it has like it, 2020 allowed the world to just like take a breath yeah, where we were going, and we needed it. We needed to take a breath, didn't yeah, we? We needed that pause because we were so caught up. And I guess 2020 let us let a lot of people dream again. Yeah, because I it, 
because a lot of the entrepreneurs I talked with, sorry for cutting you off. No, it's uh, okay. They started in 2020 and I started in 2020, this podcast, and it's doing amazing. So I think 2020 was the dream year. It was, it, we're going to look back on 2020 with hindsight saying, yeah, 2020 was, may have been bad, but it was actually really good for some people. You know, it's interesting. Um, I think there are a lot of people who took the opportunity to re-examine their lives and what they really wanted. And um, is it really all about working 60, 70 hours a week for somebody else? Is it really all about giving my life up so I can have a paycheck and missing my kids growing up? Um, you know, what's, what's my life really all about and what do I want to create in it? Because time's running out and for all of us. We don't know how much time we have left and we always take tomorrow for granted um, and we may not have it. So what are we going to create today that, that will leave some type of legacy, some type of a, um, a brighter spot in the world uh, for us having been in it? Well, I love that. I love that. And I would love to continue talking with you, Terry, but we are running, <laughs> running on t- uh, up here. To Absolutely. Me. I totally understand. No, because uh, you're giving, like I've, I usually write down notes or like timestamps on my, my uh, pad of paper whenever I do an interview because I don't know what's going to be gold. And when I'm listening to it, I'm like, oh, that's great. And I don't want to forget it. So I have like 10 <laughs> right oh, now good. for you. Wow. Normally wow. I do like three or four. Here I got 10 because oh, thank you. so much gold in your with what you're talking with you. And I'm looking forward to reading uh, the uh, cardinal points that you sent. And um, I'm going to give you this five minutes. I know you've been talking pretty much the whole time. But Sorry. You, no, don't, please. You, you were giving us gold. It's, it's my job to bring amazing people on my podcast. And you are, or you have been an amazing uh, guest. And you've given- Thank you so much. Phil. I appreciate that. You've given my entrepreneurs that are listening here something to think of as well, because I, I don't have that many, I would say, I, would, I want to qualify you as a life coach, but I don't think you are because you looked at something you look at life differently than other entrepreneurs. You're looking to help, but you're looking at a specific point and it allows them to take a second and go, look, this is an important part of your life uh, because we have to look at our cardinal points. Like, like you said, you need to have those waypoints and need to know what your values are. Yeah. With all that being said, Terry, I'm going to give you this, the next five minutes. You don't have to take all the five minutes, by the way, um, but you have the next five minutes to uh, promote uh, where we can find you. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? Uh, sure. Go right ahead. It's all yours, sir. Okay. Thank you, Phil. Um, first of all, thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Um, it's been an honor and a, a, a true blessing for me today. Um, so when I graduated high school, I had a friend of mine call me and he's like, hey, let's go up and work in Yellowstone National Park this year. I'm like, dude, I can't go work in Yellowstone just for the summer. He's like, why not? And I was like, yeah, why not? And uh, so I went up there, um, started out cleaning um, uh, the cabins in Yellowstone at uh, Canyon Lodge. And I'd been there about two weeks and somebody left the um, corrals where they do the horseback rides. And I was like, oh my gosh. I mean, I grew up, spent summers on my uncle's ranch riding horses and being in the country. And I went over and said, I want to be your, your horseback guide and they brought me on and and so I rode horses all summer for in Yellowstone National Park of all places oh my god Um, yeah the summer after I graduated it was even while I was there in the moment I was like I will never have this experience again like like there will never be another summer that matches this one and that that's okay it's it it was an an experience that was amazing I mean 
we'd work four 10 hour days and then we'd have three days. We had our own horse for the summer. We had our own guide horse. So I'd work my four days and I'd grab my fly rod and hop on my horse and, and go ride and find a stream somewhere, a fly fish. It was, it was phenomenal. Um, and you mentioned that I didn't seem like a coach and I don't see myself as a coach either for the people I work with. Um, a coach stands on the sideline, calls out plays, helps you develop and, and train, but a guide is on the trail with you. Um, they know the mountain passes, they know the trails, they know the streams where you can get water. Uh, they know how to get over the, the summit. And so I kind of view myself as, as a guide and um, I think it's a subtle differentiation, but to me, it's all about, walking that path with you and, and helping you see some things that I've learned that hopefully will help you in your life. Um, like I said, I've got five pillars in our, in our training. Um, you can find me on Facebook, at, uh, box the compass. Let's do a search. You should be able to track me down. That's the name of my group. Um, and Phil, I, I sent you a link um, prior to our conversation um, that allows people to download those five cardinal points. Uh, it's just a, a short planner that helps you, kind of identify and, and, and gives you a place to fill out your own cardinal points. I would love if, uh, if you have a way to make that available to your listeners, oh, I would love uh, to have them. All your, all your that. notes, all, all your, uh, the links that you send me, that's why I ask uh, to yeah. provide so that I don't have to go searching for any. Yep. And obviously you're going to get a, another email thanking you. Um, and additionally, if you have anything else to add, you can always add it there. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be in the show notes down below because, uh, I, I think it's great what we've talked about and just going on your website and being part of your group, I know the value that you provide. So I have, it's definitely going to be in there so that I can help other people and uh, through you help other people. I appreciate it. And um, like I said, I'm going to be doing another uh, group coaching session. We take five weeks. Um, we actually go through each of the pillars, the five steps that I have. Uh, we do one per week in a group coaching format and then I set up a phone call with you each week to kind of go over. So like the first week we talk about life vision. So I'm going to teach you about how to create a life vision. And then later that week, I'm actually going to hook up with you on a phone call and go through yours and answer questions and help you develop that. So at the end of the five weeks, you have a complete blueprint um, for what you want to create in your life. And I'll be doing that here in the next couple of weeks. If you can hop on my Facebook group, I'll be announcing it on there. Would love to have you and, and any of your um, your listeners and your your tribe join us for that. Definitely, sir. Definitely, um, Terry. I want to thank you so much for being a guest. It was a pleasure and an honor talking with you. And I'm definitely going to be enjoying re-listening to this episode so that I can get all the even more gold out of it when I'm editing it and uh, keep it uh, probably as one of my favorite episodes. I'm not going to not blow and smoke up your ball. Wow. Thank you so much. Terry, uh, the fact that you brought so much value to this episode and to my life, particularly with uh, the Cardinal points and explaining those to me, it's, it, it's going to help me move forward in my journey as a human and as an entrepreneur. So I want to thank you for that. Um, it can be hard, can it? I mean, when yeah. you're this entrepreneur journey, I mean, it's been difficult for me. It's you have to find your own way sometimes. And sometimes you uh, do something like this podcast that validates what you're doing. So I appreciate the validation of, of the value that you received and, and really honestly feel that means a ton to me. So thank you so much. You're very welcome. I want to just uh, thank you again to my audience. Remember, check out the show notes down below. You'll find all the links for Terry, his group, uh, the box, the compass to get your cardinal point downloads so that you can start on your journey and hopefully join Terry in his uh, coaching program so that you can uh, 
make your life better and have a, a, a the life that you always uh, dreamed of when you were a little kid i think that's the most important thing maybe not become uh, you know an astronaut overnight but hey who knows anything is possible in this world so just remember to uh, invest in yourself thanks we'll appreciate it very welcome Guys, I want to thank Terry again for being such an amazing guest and you guys listening to the whole episode. Thank you again for that. If you're interested, please make sure you check out boxthecompass.net is his website. You can get all the information about Terry and his programs. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to support us here at the show, make sure you go over to Instagram. Like us on Instagram. Just search Invest in Yourself Pod on there and make sure you give us a like and a follow i want to thank you again for listening to this show and being an amazing follower and believing in investing in yourself so have a great night and remember to invest in yourself